This is that story show where your hilarious real-life stories take the spotlight. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. Hey! This is that story show, people. I was cooking pizza. I turned into a bat. My food is in his I left her some guano. <laughs> hey, podcast people. I am your host. My name is James Kennison. And I am John Steinklobber. That's right. We are excited about telling your hilarious real life stories here on that story show. John, how you been doing, yes. bud? You've been doing good? I have been well. Yep. It's been a great uh, week. And the weather's been fairly nice, and things are working. So, hey, I like it. Can I ask you a question? I can see you because you know Uh we have cameras. You have a beard. You've had a beard for quite Mm -hmm. a while. Um, Can I ask you about your beard? Sure. Okay. How do you keep it trim and nice? Well, it depends on which stage it's in. Right now, it's in the growing out stage because at Christmas time, I shaved it off. Oh. Yeah. Every couple months, I will... I'll kind of just take care of the flyaway. Not every couple months, but every few weeks, I'll take care of the little flyaways. With scissors or, or, a, or a razor? How do you do? What do you do? Yeah, scissors. Scissors. Wow. Whatever I got convenient. Nice. I keep it. I try to keep it. I, it's kind of a little past due, but it kind of mm-hmm. starting to grow over my lip there. So right, I'll get right. the, I'll get the clippers mm-hmm. and take it above my lip there yeah. and uh, take care of the lines around my neck and my cheeks, and that's about it. Sweet. Yeah. And I can't do anything about the gray. Some of the people have been like, hey, you need to dye it. And I'm like, no, no, it's I a, won't it's, do that. It's a matter of pride. Mine mine is almost all white if I let it grow out. And uh, Yeah, mine is. I'm like, proud I got of a little it. bit right there under my cheeks. Because I hardly have I, I, any gray. I, you know, I have some grays, but I hardly have any sign of aging in my hair. But in my beard, yeah. it's like my beard said, dude, your face is old. <laughs> that's what that's what my beard said to me to my face Your face is freaking and, and ancient. now it makes me look like i'm 20 years older than i should be because i'm not old enough to have gray hair mm-hmm. at all right because you're what 47 48 um yeah yeah i am 48 <laughs> for the next uh few weeks at least okay <laughs> yeah your birthday's about in march month. right yeah in march and so we're about uh we're about a month away okay well, I'm week. excited about your beard. I'm I thanks, go back and thanks. forth. My wife will accept anything that I do, but she there's a period of time where the beard hair sticks out mm. and st- is stabby. Yeah, when yep. you try to smooch. Yeah, and, uh, she she can't. Well, you know, and and there's a there's a period of time where it's itchy for you, you know, and yeah. re- real men are like, hey, get over it, you know, you're growing out a beard, whatever. I, I don't care about that, but I do care about her. I don't I don't want to stab her. And as an right. ugly fat man, I have a responsibility to <laughs> make it easy for her to smooch me, you know, because I'm lucky oh, yeah. 
to even get one. So yeah, I, 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 I kind of keep it shaved down. So keep it short. Yeah. There's that. I've tried the, you know, keeping the, like the top lip really short. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just, it just looks too weird on me like that. So, um, I well, just keep it off my lips and that kind of saves. saves Jen, Jen has, uh, just a throwback, a sense of uh, the 80s still. So if I'm like mm. two days grown out, she loves that. Calls you Don Johnson. Yeah, exactly. She's a little Miami yes. Vice action going on there, you know? <laughs> so, That's funny because uh, Amy likes my, my facial hair really short like that too. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah okay, so last night we were driving to go uh, after, after we bought this ridiculous car that we bought last night. We went out to a late <laughs> dinner. And I turned on the the my 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 mixtape, you know, um, Google Music. I've got this yeah four hundred song playlist that's all the good stuff, and it starts playing. Every rose has its thorn, and my wife is like, "Yes!" <laughs> and she starts grooving along with it, and I'm like, "Why?" Immediately, this whole rush of images and ideas came to my head, and I was thinking about old men that marry young women. You know what I'm talking about? Old men that marry young women. Yeah, yeah. Like they'll divorce their wife and they'll they'll trade uh, her in for a, a younger wife. Yeah. And yep. I'm like, I wouldn't ever want to do that just because of what just happened right now. Because there would never be an opportunity where you're in your car right. and you turn on your music and your wife goes, Yes, and they're right there yes. with you. They'd be like, I want some Olivia Rodrigo. I want some 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 Lana Del Rey. I would like some, you know, some Taylor Swift. How young are you? How young are you thinking a trophy wife would be for I, you? I have no idea. I just I don't even know who half those people you already just mentioned. I I, I know who Taylor Swift is, but <laughs> the other people. Well, speaking of which, there's a wonderful, and you owe it to yourself, listeners, to go check this out. There's an amazing SNL skit that you need to look up on YouTube. It's called uh, you, you "Meet Your Second Wife." Okay. Have you ever seen <laughs> oh, okay. it, John? <laughs> I feel like I have. Is okay. that like uh, maybe in the last decade that they did yes, that? Yes. Yes. And okay. so, yeah, to not spoil anything, basically three men are lined up and they say, you know, you're going to meet your second <laughs> wife and this teenage girl <laughs> yeah. comes walking in who's in eighth grade, you know, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, um... Uh, so uh, I guess I'll see you in 20 years. And Tina Fey's like, no, eight, you know, eight years yeah. or nine years or something like that. Yeah. So anyway, check that out and, uh, and, and look up, uh, come join us live for a live show on Thursdays on our discord and see John's yeah. beard for yourself. I, I'm not in, just in person. I'm not just flattering him. It, it, it's an amazing beard and it has multiple kind. colors like my shih tzu's hair because he has this caramel <laughs> like <calico> color <laughs> woven into his black and white fur and it's mm. it's like somebody spilled caramel sauce on him and it, i always love that about him and i i i love that about you and maybe i've gone too far maybe <laughs> for a heterosexual male i've gone too far but i i like your beard so Thank you. Anyway, we uh, always start. I what? Maybe. Make another. Maybe I should make another beard oil commercial so that. Uh... <laughs> Boy, that's a throwback there. Uh, yeah, go. I don't know where the beard oil commercial is, but we need to add it to our our FAQ on the website. 
So Okay. Yeah. yeah. We do have an FAQ on the website, so you can check it out. But we always start with an opening story. This is called The Number One Ring. You'll find out why in a bit. It's from Abby from New Zealand. Shout out to New Zealand, to our Kiwis out there. Um, I have a story for you that just happened. First, I have to tell you that my brother got me a ring for Christmas that looks exactly like the one ring from the Lord of the Rings. It has Oh, that's super cool. Yeah, right? It has the elvish writing on it and everything. So, and she threw it in the fire and it survived. Um, <laughs> <Got> really hot. <laughs> okay, so now the story. I was in the bathroom just doing what you do and I had taken off my ring and put it on a shelving unit besides the toilet because I knew I'd be washing my hands once I was done. That's good. Keep it sanitary. Yeah. Keep it safe. Keep it all clean. <laughs> so at one prompt, at one point, my hair fell across my face. So I swept it back out of the way. It's a problem I've never had in my life. And uh, yeah, with my hair back and forth. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my eyebrows are trying to grow down to my, <laughs> to my <laughs> eyes, but <laughs> my ear hairs are starting to get yeah. along with <laughs> old man jokes. Yeah. yeah. So she, uh, she swept it out of the way and she heard a series of dings and clangs. I knew my hair had hit my ring. And it must have fallen to the ground. So I finished up. Oh. I started looking for my ring, but I couldn't find it. I kept looking. It was not there. I kept on looking. No, it wasn't there. Since it was a very oh. small bathroom, it was nowhere in sight. I knew it must have gone in the toilet. Uh-oh. <laughs> it belongs to the toilet. Did she hear a little poink? Yeah. A little. How did, it, how did it slide in there? I don't know. How did it get in there, man? When I sit on a toilet, I fill every available space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my 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 picture is that she was already done with that part of the the bathroom session, and oh, she. Okay. Had, uh, I don't know though. I don't either. I don't, I don't want to think about it. But anyway, I I'm, I'm I knew it must have gone on the toilet. I tried flushing again just in case, and mm-hmm. sure enough, it was dislodged from wherever it had been and came to the bottom of the bowl. Flushing would not be oh. the first thing I would have tried. I would have thought if it's in the toilet, don't flush it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she lucked out. I guess it's heavy. Wow. You know? Maybe it's maybe it's heavy. So anyway, and, and later on, some somebody finds it in the se- septic system, and they like, oh, this is my precious. <laughs> <laughs> they were looking for something else and found the ring. <laughs> Some homeless dude puts it on and turns invisible and he becomes a burglar. Now, anyway, uh, so, uh, I knew I needed to steal myself. So I took a deep breath and I plunged my hand into the mm. toilet to retrieve clean. my precious. <laughs> so I know what you must be thinking. And there's no way I was going to let that beautiful gift get swept into the sewers. So I brought it out, washed it and washed my hand thoroughly and put the ring back on my finger where it belongs. Abby from New Zealand. Oh, man. Now, Abby, wow. surely she knows about our rule here on the show that once a certain thing goes into a certain thing, it belongs to that thing. That's right. Like the bowl, the, 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 the bowl that was used in the one story that yep. had caught a placenta. It, you and cannot be it making be any kind of salad for with chicken that. salad ever again. Nope. Once afterbirth bowl. <laughs> yeah. Once it's been an afterbirth bowl, it's about it's an afterbirth bowl forever. Always. Yeah. Uh, and the tooth that the dude swallowed. Yeah, and and pooped it yeah. out and then f- freaking bleached it and put it back in his head. Oh man. Come that's on. that's not right. Um 
there there are sins of commission, sins of omission, <laughs> and then there are sins of <laughs> uh, ludicrousation. And uh, you should not commit those sins. You won't go to hell for those kind of sins, ludicrousation sins, but they are so ludicrous that when you get <laughs> to yeah, when you get to heaven and they've gone through all your good stuff and your bad stuff. There will be a point where God will kind of tilt his head sideways and say, we're going to go through your mm. ludicrous now, and you'll be judged on a scale of one to 10 on how stupid you were in your life. And uh, if you eat out of a placenta bowl, for instance, you are stupid. If you, if your you, crown is made out of a placenta if, bowl. If you glue a poop tooth into your mouth after it went through your, your reproductive system, your, uh, your digestive <laughs> system, then you need... You need to uh, you need to wear a special badge. They mark you in heaven, <laughs> so they give you a a toilet bowl uh, gem in your crown for that one. <laughs> you get a get a or merit a badge. <laughs> you get a poop tooth in your crown. In <laughs> oh. exchange, someday for a poop tooth crown. So I, I know we had the one ring, but that's why I called it the number one ring because now. <laughs> Now it's blessed with the number one. It, it's the ring of power, and uh, you soured the ring of power. So One toilet to rule them all. <laughs> Just you shall not pass ga- again. Gas, yeah. All right, let's do some news nuggets. All right, so uh, from NPR and uh, from our neighbors across the pond, Parrot Profanity. From Lincolnshire Wildlife Park. The parrots. Oh, you should read this like you're on NPR right now. You know how they do that with the <laughs> microphones and they were just here. Yes, we're yes. We're NPR right now. The parrots are a fount yeah. of foul language. Their oh, habit my. of spouting curse words at a torrent rate has by turns mortified and amused the people who work with them at the Lincolnshire Wildlife Park in Frensky, England. Mm. Now we're going to hear from Shambly Tremblay, who is... Standing in for Marshall Hemblick, I am Casey Kasem. Now the friendly neighborhood animal park is trying a new plan. It hopes will tame the parrot's salty language. It's integrating them into a larger flock where they were where they will hopefully learn nicer sounds and words. <laughs> Steve Nicholas, the park CEO, told NPR. But for now, the profane parrots oh, have no bounds. The park oh, is. Man, they're, good. Mm. <laughs> they, they're just going to teach the other birds. That's all they're going to do. I know. They're going to spread their profanity. The park has posted <laughs> a sign near the parrot's habitat warning that visitors should expect to hear, quote, every common swear word. <laughs> and they have ones we don't even have over here. You know what I'm saying? That's right. And, uh, and they have a different order of which ones are p- more profane. Like, That's right, right. The things that you don't think would be profane, like the word bloody, yeah, is is worse than the F word in America. Matter of fact, you just probably caused several of our English younger listeners apologize. to lose their ability to listen uh, to the show. I was talking about my finger <laughs> when I poked it and it bled. It was bloody on my finger. So uh, the sign also warns parents to shepherd right. children away from the area. So... It's uh, it's certainly down to humans, Nicholas said, and it's what makes it funnier is that this particular species actually not only replicates the word, but the person's voice exactly. So wow. Illustrating this point, he tells the story of the lady who spoke to him about donating these parrots. Her husband, she uh-uh. said, had taught the birds all the profane words at news, she said, but there was just one mm. snag. 
it was quite easy to hear that she wasn't telling the truth as the birds swore in her voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was my husband. He told him all the bad words. Oh. It was him. It was all him. Blinkety, blankety, blinkety, blankety, rock, rock. <laughs> blinkety, blankety. Oh, dear. That sounds like my voice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Karen. Karen's Watch parents. this. Karen's I don't talk like that, so you can't say it was my voice. <laughs> Drummy. Thanks. Uh, thanks. Uh, what's it? <laughs> my fair lady's dad. <laughs> I'm getting married in the morning. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and not Henry Higgins. Not Henry Higgins, but her just dad. Just you right, white, Henry Higgins. Just you white. All right. The uh, rain in Spain. The rain in Spain stays mainly in the plain. There you go. Dude, I love that that movie. It's like. I want to watch it now. Oh, it's That's so Audrey good. Audrey Hepburn, right? Yes. Oh, she's so fine. Anyway. I agree with you. <laughs> so, 100%. She's so fine. They don't make them like that anymore. They really don't. No. Oh. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. So anyway, Milk sure Karma. Not. This is uh, this is our listener stories. Let's let's uh, listen to them. All right, it's time to put your stories in the spotlight. This is uh, Milk Karma. From Nathan Gilman, a.k.a. the Happy Mando on the NLCast Discord server, he writes in and says, So, when I was about seven or eight years old, my two older siblings and I were hanging out in front of our house eating some cookies our mom brought out Mm. earlier that day. Oh, what a good mom. Love that. Love that. Uh, we were, Here you go, boys. We were getting cookies for you. I was actually banned from sugar when I was a kid because my mom... This was before ADHD, but she yeah. said I was hyperactive. Hyperactive. That's what they called it. Yeah. The kids that all ran around and go. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. So <laughs> she banned me from sugar. Wow. And we would always go to these Bible meetings and they would uh-huh. have desserts. And I remember one oh, in particular, this man. peach cobbler. And everybody was enjoying it. It's my favorite dessert of all time is peach cobbler. Peach cobbler. Mm. And I couldn't have any. And that's no. that's why I don't believe in white privilege because I couldn't have that peach cobbler. That's my burden to bear, and what? nobody can understand my pain. I don't. I don't even know what that means. I don't. Believe I'm making in white a privilege. joke. I'm making a joke. Okay. I, I, I I'm I, out of it, so I don't know. <laughs> Oh, I love it when John plays dumb. Um, anyway, no, I'm in a bubble. I really, I know people talk about oh, it. Oh, like, okay. I'm not so, in a society where people, oh, you're well, just pulling not, your white. Not to get political, card. but um, the 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 thing is that uh, the understanding of white privilege is that white folks have had a smoother ride through the history uh, of America yes, yes. than I black Americans. And, uh, so, so I lightheartedly alluded to, I don't believe in it because of my struggle with peach cobbler. So, right. You know. Cause you were denied, right. you were denied access to Nobody that. Nobody gotcha. can understand my pain and where I've come from. So, um, milk karma. So, 
anyway, they got the cookies, and I couldn't have them, so I'm upset. Mm. So um, we were goofing off, and suddenly my older sister and I decided it would be a great idea to steal my old, my brother's cookies. He was and his milk. So we devised a plan because uh, one sister's older and he's younger. So this is the middle kid. So this is what the poor middle kid has to go through. <laughs> yep. My older yep. sister would go for the cookies, and I would go for the milk. And oh. we sprung into action. My sister got the cookie that my brother had left on the porch while I went for the milk. See, these trusting, peacekeeping middle kids. Man. You know, they, they, you know when you're the oldest that you just have to, you have to eat your cookies immediately. And when you're the youngest, yeah. you have to watch your cookies. But the middle kid's like... Everything's gonna be okay, man. I would just yeah, want to sure I'll leave my cookies unattended. Gets their cookies. Sure. I just want to be yeah. a cookie, a cookie friend. I just, I, I just want to live my life like Gen, Gen X. I let the boomers and the and the uh, the the, the millennials, millennials fight, fight it out, and I'll just float in the middle and be unnoticed, you know. But somebody's got to steal my yeah. cookies. Uh, so, not five seconds after I grabbed the milk, my brother leapt off the porch and did the most unexpected thing that shocked me to death because he had never done anything like this before. He kicks his leg up the air and it punches me in the face. Oh, it was a huge shock. And somehow I managed to set the glass of milk down (laughs) on the concrete driveway in slow motion. Hmm, I just have been kicked in the face. Let me see. Therefore I'm going to place his milk back on the ground. See it in slow motion. Just setting it down and rolling away. Oh, it's like a TikTok. So, uh, but then I noticed that where he had punched me with his foot, I think it's called a kick, but uh, yeah, punched it is me. A kick. <laughs> I like that though. I punched a with foot, my foot. A foot punch. Yeah. It's a foot punch. I didn't kick him. I punched him with my foot. Uh, it's better. It's nicer. Yeah, that it's way. nicer. You can't arrest me. It's it's kind of a little bit of assault, but not really. Like my fist didn't do it. My foot did. And foot assault foot punch. is much more understandable. Anyway, yeah. my, my brother punched my tooth out because <laughs> oh, it was missing. And where he did foot it punch the tooth right out of his face? Yeah, just knocked it right out. And uh, oh. I guess that's what made him think of it is last week's story about the chicken pecking the tooth out of the kid's mouth. The Henway Dental. Yeah. Or what, no, Barnyard. What? Henyard. Henyard. Yeah. Henyard. Yeah. What's a, what's henway. a henway? What I call it henway. I, uh, three, four pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so, Two or three uh, pounds, I don't know. <laughs> so, anyway, he, he says it was missing, and he figures, he uh, he, he, he says, where where did you find the tooth at? You know, did you find the tooth? And he says, I'm fairly certain I swallowed it. So not to worry, oh. though. The next day, the tooth fairy left my reward for losing a tooth right where I lost it on the drive. Oh. <laughs> On the driveway, yeah. I was hoping the tooth flew into the kid's milk. <laughs> that would just been Boop. that foot punch tooth milk. Ooh. O-R-E-O. Mm. Mm. This milk is crunchy. It's got a white crunchy piece in it. Dude, it kind of hurts when I chew on talking it. Talking about old people stuff, I was eating crackers the other day. Wheat thins, specifically. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I felt something just kind of mm. go loose from my one of my upper teeth. And I no. crunched down on what felt like a little piece of a shell. Oh no! And dude, I have a hole. My it's, <gasps> it's just I don't know if it's the enamel that just came off or if it's a filling that kind of dropped out. But uh, 
You got a little hole in your mouth? Yeah, I have a little piece missing. I swallowed it. Oh. And then I hunted for it. I found it. I bleached the- it. And I stuck oh, it back. And I'm come just kidding on, about man. That but no, I really did <laughs> chew on this this crackly part. I was like, what do I have a piece of glass in here? You know, I'm going to sue. But mm. no, it was my own. I'm falling apart, John. Yeah, I feel you. I, what the I, freak? I, I turned 50 and all of a sudden I, I got a call from the insurance nurse. Did you know that your insurance provides a nurse for your family? I didn't. Well, I do now no. because apparently some computer said, James is old now. Call him. And I, I got a call and we went through all this stuff. How are your poopins? Um, how are you eating? Um, you know, is your mental health okay? And I'm, I'm just wow. like, I kind of don't want to have this conversation with you because, you know, I, I don't know you. But So I have that to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah. They ask you how your poop is? Yeah. For real? They asked everything. They asked me oh. everything. So. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey. Uh, it was an interesting conversation. So. Future insurance nurse. What'd you call her? The insurance nurse? Yeah. Yeah. She was hmm. super nice, but I could tell she was reading off a script. So I was like, yeah. are you a real nurse? I, w- I kept wanting to try to give her some lines that wouldn't be in the. In the Oh in yeah. The, in the thing there, but. Like maybe she's a robo nurse. Yeah. But she was super Did nice. You- did you hear that, dude? Um, there's a guy. He's like, I, I know this is a robot talking to me. So he, he, the 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 guy's like, is there anything else I can help you with before we end this call? It was the you know the robot dude, and the guy's like, yeah, I need to know. And he listed out like, uh, can you tell me specifically uh, in World War Two? Blah blah blah. <laughs> rattled off a bunch of things, and the and the guy was like, yeah, sure, I can help you with that. Just a minute. And then he quoted out this like this whole essay paper. Oh no. Yeah. So like this chat GPT was built into this, some AI was built into this, uh, this, this guy that was doing the robo calls. Nice. He totally gave him some kind of essay paper for world war two. <laughs> hey, look it up. It's, it's probably on Google That's or YouTube. Great. Or now I watched this lady anyways. on Google shorts. Um, and she's a voice actress and she does a spot on telephone lady voice. And so oh, she, yeah. she will call scammers. Scammers will call her. And well, she'll call them sometimes. And she's like, she'll thank you them. for contacting uh, you know, Google scam, uh, uh, you know, whatever. You have been located and authorities are on their way. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then she's like, he's awesome. Ooh, ooh, you know? Yeah. She's hilarious. And uh, I love her. So anyway, uh, YouTube is a large part of my life. So. That's why I it's talk about part. it a lot. Uh, this story is called Brown Ring. It's from Sam in Virginia. Sounds dirty, but it's not. Um, one night, because <laughs> we sad one ring in a toilet, so this sounds like it would be bad. But one, This is the brown ring that's left over. <laughs> it's different. Um, one night, my parents went out on a date. So my older brother and I Aww. went out to get McDonald's. But my brother's car's power window was broken on the driver's side, so he had me sit in the back left seat so that I could give the cashier in the drive-thru the money and get our food. So I hand her the card. Like a I, chauffeur. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's in, a, in a, a lift, you know. So yes. I, I hand her the card, and as I do, I look at her hand, and I notice she has a long brown oval ring. And I think, wow, that's a weird looking ring. And then I hear her and her coworker screaming. It turns out that it was not an odd ring. It was a giant roach. 
on her hand. What? Yeah. These people she might- had a roach on her hand and she didn't even know it? It just happens, man. She lives in Virginia, dude. That's still the South. That's where them jokers are. So Yeah, but I don't know. I feel like you'd be more sensitive to the to the You've never woken up in the night with a cockroach in the bed? It happens. I have, and that's my point. You you wake up because you know that thing is on you. But you're not but, expecting wh- it. I'm I'm defending her and you're defending the roach. I think you're on the wrong side of history. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> She should have felt it's it. My human. I, I, yeah. I'll be That's with what you. I'm saying. I'll say she should have felt it. She should have felt it, but she didn't because she's working at a drive-through, and no one has ever had a roach experience in a drive-through except for this person, Sam, and that's, this lady. So that's a, okay. I so don't believe it. She starts screaming at me, asking why I put the bug on her. <laughs> that would that's exactly Damn. what would happen to john right there is oh, they would immediately he... launch into him why did you and do it I would be I, like, I i'm sorry I, I don't even know what a roach is i don't know I, I, I don't maybe i did do it i'm sorry i didn't do it on purpose it's i should do a roach commercial i'm sorry i don't know what to say <laughs> a roach commercial <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds like something you might say. So um, I might now. <laughs> so th- she starts screaming at me, asking me why I put the bug on her. I keep telling her I did not put the bug on her. So she looks at me dead in the eyes and says, did you put that bug on me? And again, I said, no, but the look in her eye, her side eye, let me know that she did not fully believe me. I mean, wow. I, he was just trying to give her money. Yeah. Not a roach. But if you look down from her perspective and you see a guy handing you a card and there's a roach on your hand. Yeah. You know. You can't trust those backseat people. It's it's YouTube. That's probably why. Everybody's trying to get clout by messing with people in the service industry. You know. That's true. That's true. Poor service industry All I know is there's only one truly innocent person in this story. And it's not even a person. It's a tiny, it's a tiny giant roach, ring-shaped roach. So. He just wanted to take a ride on the wild side. That's right. He, and he wanted to be he a was part. Hoping, he's probably trying to leave that, that establishment. den of <laughs> establishment. Yeah. 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 I want to ride home in the car with that fellow and his food. Are there any good McDonald's anymore? Or are they all just bottom of the bottom? Man. Bottom of the don't hate on me, McDonald's, but I probably won't ever eat your food ever again, and I won't be sad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess if they built a new one that it's clean for a little while, but they are all even the new ones look dirty, and and the people are just the meanest and the most upset people. Maybe it's just St. Louis, but that's why I'm asking: is it is it that way everywhere? And the auto the, the the chat room saying yes it, it's that way everywhere, uh, yeah, yeah man we used to have one near the church in Can- inner city Kansas City and dude every time I went in there I was like Jerry Jerry because there was a fight going on <laughs> behind the counter between employees or there was a fight going on in front of the counter between customers and uh, we've got one here down the street. And you, I just, I gave up a long time ago because you asked yeah. for the simplest thing and they can't, they can't get it right. So. Well, I will say that the one, 
the one McDonald's in the town where uh, my sister lives, where Johnny's headed to college, um, it's not bad. But that's like one of four fast food restaurants that they have in that area. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> kind of. I, I think small towns are probably different than than the city because the city is rough. City's rough, man. Mm. Anyway, this uh, story here is called Whiny Andy, and I love it. I love it with all my heart. Clara from Wichita. Whiny Falls. Andy. Whiny Andy. Yeah. Whiny. So, uh, hi, James and John. This is a story about my little brother, Andy, that happened last year. Andy is in the, he's the fourth child and he's the youngest, which makes him a butthole. No, um, (laughs) she says, she says it nicer. She says it makes Uh, him a little entitled. (laughs) And and that's how you talk to the youngest because they're the baby prince or princess. And you, you, they're not buttholes. They're, they're just a little entitled. So little entitled that's because clara probably has to still live with andy yeah and if andy finds out that she called him a butthole he's gonna go tell mom and mom's gonna put clara um on restriction or something like that's that true. whatever they do to kids that's days, true so. man ah uh, uh, he probably doesn't even know what entitled means my so sister like, oh i'm good amy used to pull this gag when she wanted to get us in trouble she would get us mad at her knowing Ooh. we would hit her yeah. And then she would start screaming bloody murder, and my mom would run in and whoop us all, except for her. And this is what she learned to do whenever she wanted to get back at us. She had to put up with a punch or a slap or a hit or a foot kick. I mean, a foot punch. Mm, but, a foot punch. <laughs> but then she knew that mom would come out and defend her and uh, beat us all. So... Anyway, uh, youngest, I, I don't like him. I'm married to an oldest child. I am an oldest child mm-hmm. and my son is the youngest and, uh, he is, yeah. he, he grew up in a house of first children. If you think about it, cause my, my daughter was the he first. Sure did. Yeah. And, got- and he is, he's a baby but- prince. He does no wrong. He, he walks on air. So everybody serves him. He's a good kid, though. Anyway, Andy's the fourth child, and he's the youngest, which makes him a little entitled. He's at the age Mm. of uh, whining about everything. Oh, I hate whining. I hate it He's at the whining stage. It's it's insanely (laughs) annoying to everyone in my family, especially my dad, who is out sharpening his axe right now. No. Uh, (laughs) He's getting the leather belt ready. Take care of that whininess. He's swiping the razor across that leather belt is what he's doing. (laughs) Uh, So our neighbor across the street always hires people every year to put up their Christmas lights. Must be nice. Uh, Mm. And and let's just say these guys were pretty tough looking. So my siblings and I were playing out in the front yard across the street. And my brother Asher was pushing Andy on our swing. And Andy decides to start making a big deal of it and start screaming his head off because Asher was pushing him too high. So just imagining <laughs> a whiny voice screaming, no, and stop it. And in a moment of high. silence, when Andy was catching his breath to continue his vexing act, we hear a highly pitched cry from across the street. that sounded a lot like what Andy previously had been yelling. And then a bunch of evil sounding laughter from the men across the street. Turns out one of the guys <laughs> putting up the lights was mocking Andy. <laughs> Uh, Stop him. <laughs> that's not nice don't make fun of me i immediately started laughing and andy runs to me 
with wide eyes and asks if we should tell our neighbors. <laughs> no, Andy. There he goes. He's ready to start snitching on yeah. the, the help. Oh, my gosh. Gen Z, man. Gen Z. Uh, I don't know. What is Andy? Is he Gen Z or yeah. is he a, that? Uh, maybe he's alpha. Oh. I don't know. Anyway, later I was recounting the story to my dad, and he literally started jumping up and down from excitement because Andy had finally got taught a lesson by somebody outside the family. Thanks for having the greatest <laughs> podcast ever. Thanks for making me laugh. You guys are the best. Sincerely, Carla from Wichita Falls. Love it. Love it when Clara. real life steps in and teaches a lesson. So I. Clara, I, I think you need to tell your dad, remind him that he's a dad yeah, and that, that he actually has permission and authority to speak to young Andy yeah. about his whininess. Right. right. Um, but, you know, that I, I can't parent. You know, that, I, that's, I heard uh, some great advice that you should not allow your kid to do anything that makes you not like them. That's Jordan Peterson. <gasps> yeah. I'm pretty sure that he said that, yeah, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah. That's good advice. But it is good advice. It's it very good advice. Good advice. Um, I mean, he can say anything and it's good advice. Because just to be honest. there are people that can't take their kids out in public because their dadgum kids are embarrassing. They can't control them. Yeah. And uh, then you wind up not liking your own child. Exactly. And it's like, well, that's awkward. <laughs> yeah. And then you divorce their dad. You for- and then you, you're living with this kid that's half the guy you don't like anymore. So, you know, it's a, it's a messed up world, but anyway, thanks for listening to our stories. We got an announcement. Our hats are available on Etsy. Um, we did have one guy buy a hat this week, so we have, well, let me just say that he's, he has blessed his head with something. And I'm not going to say that this will happen for everybody, but if you do buy a hat, your head will thank you. Yeah. I I put a secret surprise in every hat. Do you? I do. That explains why my hat smelled so funny when I got it. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. It didn't smell like anything. I, I was a joke. <laughs> oh, man. This podcast is made possible because of listeners who support us on Patreon. Listeners like you. Get that Story Show Premium, which includes ad-free listening, swag, and a weekly bonus podcast. Try it out for free for seven days at patreon.com slash that story show. We would love it. We have some new, uh, we have a new member. Jay Gould joined us as a hot oh. doctor. That, that means All right. they're doing $10 a month and they paid annually. So they saved, I think it's 12% or something like that. Anyway, uh, and they get a TSS mug in the mail. Um, Sweet. Just, just like that for going annual. And uh, well, Thanks, Jay Gould. That's, that's an example of some of the swag that we give out. And you get the bonus podcast and everything. So special thanks to our producers, James Spangler. Carrie Wright and Christopher Tynan. We appreciate all of you, uh, whether you listen or whether you contribute or doing both. You're amazing. Guys and girls, it is time for us to go. Surely you have a funny life story. Send it to the show. Submit your story at thatstory.show. Call it in toll free 833-55-STORY. And while you're there, join our mailing list. And uh, remember, when something weird, annoying, embarrassing, or painful happens to you, don't get stressed, don't get depressed. Just think, hey, this belongs on that story show. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, John. Bye, James. Yeah, I don't. I don't mean bye. I mean like show to end. See in a little bit. No, I don't, what if I don't want to see you in a little bit? I just want to. I don't want to go. I want to do more podcasting. 
me on the swinging where it's exciting and awesome. I want a boring swing experience. Yeah. I want to give you a punch in the face with my foot. <laughs> I'm going to give you a foot punch if you don't stop. Oh. Abby in New Zealand. I don't know what the water's like down there, but it's not disinfecting, is it? I don't know. I mean, they say that toilet water's cleaner than, like, different other kinds of water. <laughs> Do they really? I just heard that. I probably I heard read it on the internet. Just now. There you go. Are you drinking toilet it water, John? Do you need to come clean? Sometimes. <laughs> toilet water is super clean. The only time I would drink toilet water is if I was in a survival situation. You know oh. what I'm saying? When, and the toilet was, like, brand new? Uh, I'd, I'd drink poop water if I had to. <laughs> <laughs>